Let us start our recital, Mitta recital, uh, part two. Let us begin. Having seen that all beings like oneself have a desire for happiness, one should meditate. May all beings happy and be freed from suffering, and always like myself, may all my friends, neutral persons, and the hostile be happy too. May all beings in this village, in this state, in other countries, and in the world systems be ever happy. May all persons, individuals, beings, creatures, in all world systems be ever happy. So too may all women, men, noble ones, non-noble ones, Gods, humans, and beings in this world are happy. May all beings be in ten directions be happy. <coughs> Although the passages we recited are short, but they include all beings in general therefore there is no any beings precluded from our practice these are the habitual thoughts words we recite to develop these thoughts and cultivate these feelings in our mind. As we have repeated several times, whatever we recite, think and feel every day becomes a habit and habitually when situation arises, these are the thoughts that arise in our minds simultaneously. These are the feelings that we feel simultaneously. And this is the way we act spontaneously when situation arises. Although we have the potential, the root of loving friendliness within ourselves, because of our various conditioning, this root is suppressed. When we repeatedly recite words and think about metta, and we begin to feel metta within ourselves. This process, this practice opens the door 
for the hidden initial primary friendly feelings to arise we cultivate them in our heart deliberately by repeating this this practice <coughs> without any restrictions or conditions this is unconditional practice this is not the kind of practice that we expect any reciprocity no one expect others to reciprocate for our metta practice in exchange of our metta practice it is not a kind of you scratch my back i scratch your back kind of thing this is whether others respond favorably or not we individually practice this very wholesome altruistic mental states we cultivate for our own individual benefits as buddha mentioned buddha taught us when we protect ourselves we protect others the way to protect ourselves is not by building walls locking ourselves in a closet but cultivating wholesome mental state friendly thoughts so it doesn't matter where we are we feel protected protected we feel secure and safe as we mentioned yesterday if we do not have friendly feelings towards each other we don't feel protected we don't feel secure we feel restless we feel uncomfortable but when we trust each other cultivate metta within our heart and we trust each other we think that everyone around us sitting next to us behind us in front of us on our sides are our friends and we want to be their friends with this secure feeling this feeling of safety we can sit together and radiate our loving friendly feelings towards each other and receive their friendly vibration without any reservation so this is an <coughs> exchange of friendliness unconditionally 
When we do this kind of practice, everyone feels relaxed, everyone feels comfortable, everyone can relate to each other very easily. Sometimes we hear these days and we see non-violent communication. This is our way of non-violent communication. We communicate non-violence in silence. We reach each other in silence. We wish each other's happiness, solace and comfort in silence. Whether they are in our presence or in our abs in their in our behind us, or whether they are away from us or near us, we feel the same way. We think that they all are our friends. We know that everyone wishes to be peaceful and happy. No one wants to be unhappy, miserable and painful, full of distress and disappointment. Everybody wants to be relaxed, peaceful, calm and happy. Some may not be able to express their happiness like dumb animals. Even they want to be happy in their own way. Very tiny little living beings want to be happy in their own tiny little way. No one in right mind would reject happiness no one wants to inflict pain and suffering upon oneself. And nobody wants to inflict pain and suffering upon others unless one is really mentally sick. Everyone feels very relaxed and comfortable to see others peaceful and happy. That is exactly what the Buddha mentioned here in these short passages. Comparing oneself with others, as we all wish to be peaceful and happy, inferentially we know others too like to be peaceful and happy. Though we have no way to get into their minds, we know generally using our common sense that everybody wants to be happy and peaceful. We don't lose anything by wishing others to be happy, rather we gain something always. What we gain is our own inner peace and happiness. 
by wishing them to be peaceful and happy. We feel comfortable by wishing them happy. This is a very wonderful, generous thought, generous feelings, altruistic feeling that we cultivate without expecting anything in return from others. So we don't lose anything by cultivating these thoughts. We always gain spiritually. Even when we wish peace and happiness towards hostile persons, unknown persons, we still gain. Hostile person is hostile because of that person's own personal mental state. If that person has a pure, clear, friendly, relaxed state, that person would not be hostile. That person may be suffering from something. Maybe a person is sick, especially when somebody is filled with hatred, that person feels sick. When somebody is sick, we should have compassion. We should try our best to do something to relieve that person person of that sickness. So there's no reason for anybody not to cultivate metta from every angle, every perspective, metta practice is beneficial to us, beneficial to others. If the hostile person is free from hostility, that person would be a very friendly person to the society. That person can use his or her own energy to do something beneficial. So even hostility is not something permanent. Through cultivation of metta, loving friendliness towards hostile persons, perhaps that person's mental state can change to wholesome state, friendly state, No matter what, whichever we think, we always see something wholesome in the practice of metta. For our own current purpose, this practice, therefore, is very essential. Basis of our concentration to be free from remorse. This practice is very important. With this 
wonderful healing, comforting thoughts in mind. Let us breathe mindfully, paying total attention to our breathing, noticing the beginning, middle and end of each inhaling and each exhaling. Noticing the pressure when the lungs are full and notice the relief of pressure when the lungs are emptying of air. And notice the tension, little anxiety in your lungs area, lung area, when there is no air. But when you breathe in that anxiety fades away. And mindfully we breathe in and breathe out, focusing our entire mind on this phenomenon of breathing. We experience real true Dhamma in this practice. <clears throat> that Dhamma is impermanence which no one can make permanent. And even if the mind wanders, that is another aspect of Dhamma, the nature of the mind, it wanders. and try to stay calm, relaxed, without getting upset or agitated, and simply paying total attention to your experience. Your experience are, experiences are your own subject of your meditation, to gain concentration. By paying total attention to whatever you experience, whether it is feelings, perceptions, thoughts, volitional formations, consciousness, whatever you experience, those are the things of your subject, of your subject of your meditation. Cultivating the mind to relieve it from various psychic irritants is meditation. You experience rising and falling, appearing and disappearing of everything that is what we call impermanence. When something is impermanent, no matter how hard we try to hold on to it, it slips away. 
from our wish. And then whatever whatever disappears, ceases right there, stops there, comes to an end there, a new thing arises. Whatever appears and disappears and ceases, we let go of that without trying to chase after them. Once something is gone, it is gone forever. Any sensation, no matter how pleasant, passes away. We can never bring it back again. So let it pass away. This is called patinisagga, letting go, abandoning whatever is gone. Friends, every time you breathe in and out, you experience this very nature of appearing and disappearing of one thing or another. Not only breathing, but anything you experience goes through the same process of beginning, middle and end and passing away. They all have the same pattern, like the breath. We use the breath for convenience because it is always present. Other things are variable, breath is invariably present. Anytime we can focus the mind on it. Other things are coming and going occasionally, but without breath we cannot live always comes and goes. Moreover, the air is around us. Every tiny space in the world is filled with air. We are trapped in air, immersed in air, immersed in air. So it simply goes in and out the body and we simply become aware of it as it goes in and out of our lungs. It's a wonderful, very free, very comfortable life force around us. We all want to make our mind exactly like that, to be free from any restrictions, any impediments, just like the air. 
free from anger, hatred, jealousy, fear and all these negative things. Air is so relaxed, so peaceful, without any discrimination it distributes among all living beings. We can live like that. When we have this frame of mind, moving along with all beings, just like air. And also we use air not only just to breathe and live, but also to focus our mind to gain deeper concentration, to understand what is happening to us. So keep focusing mind on the breath. You may experience numerous things and find only one thing in all of them. That one thing is impermanence. Many things can happen, and one thing is in common in everything, that is impermanence. And just notice it, and let things appear and disappear. You stay steady, calm, relaxed, being fully aware of what is happening. This is mindfulness. Without resisting, rejecting anything, as things flow, remain alert, be aware of that flow without obstructing it with words, labels, ideas. Just be aware of it. To become aware of impermanence you don't need word. To become aware of unsatisfactoriness you know don't need words. To become aware of selflessness, you don't need words. You just experience it. Only your theories, ideas, views, beliefs can make things difficult. Set them all aside temporarily. Don't hang on to them. Let them be there wherever they are. Just be aware of this continuous flow of experiences. Just like the breath. 
and easily can you gain concentration. If you don't struggle, just like keeping a cup of muddy water on the flat floor without agitating or moving it, the cup of muddy water becomes still the mud sediment settles down and clear water remains up on the top. Similarly, when you don't agitate, excite, or label, conceptualize your experiences, easily concentration arises. and be aware of it. With these few words of encouragement, I stop talking. You see for yourself whether what I said is true or not. You are the witness. You are the testimony. You are the examiner, and you yourself experience it. We simply make suggestions, and you see what really is happening within yourself.